Welcome to the Getting Unstuck Podcast, where you'll laugh, empathize, and learn how to turn your stuck spots into sources for energy and positive change. And now your host, the creator of the Stuck Method, Shira Taylor-Gura. Hello, my dear friends. Well, we are on the first episode of this podcast, and I couldn't think of a better way to begin than by taking a look at what it means to get stuck. So let's take a moment and imagine your typical day. You wake up in the morning, maybe you make your morning coffee, you check your email or your Facebook, maybe you get your kids off to school, maybe you go to work, everything is going as planned. Until something happens. You get triggered by something. You hear or you see something that just sets you off. That trigger can be someone in your life, like a spouse, a child, an in-law, a neighbor, a boss, a coworker, and it could also be yourself. Yes, you yourself can also trigger yourself to get stuck. Now, this trigger, whatever it is, may not be new to you. In fact, you may have been triggered by this same thing or that same person just the day before. So what's going on? When you get triggered, a thought and an emotion instantaneously and unconsciously arise in your mind. Psychologists, neuroscientists, and philosophers have long argued whether thought precedes emotion or emotion precedes thought. For instance, Imagine you are on a walk in the woods and you suddenly spot a snake on the ground. Actually, it's a rope, but you've mistaken it for a snake. Has that ever happened to you? That's happened to me so many times. So which arises first? The thought, like, the snake, it's going to kill me. Or the emotion, fear. This debate has not been solved in the scientific world. The fact is, a thought and an emotion both arise more or less simultaneously as a response to a trigger. And then they play off of one another. The more you think about a situation, the more emotional you get. And the more emotional you get, the more you end up thinking about the situation. What ensues is what I call your story. Your story describes your opinion about what just transpired. Your story belongs to you. Your story is your view of the situation, and it incorporates your thoughts and your feelings. Now, all of a sudden, you have this 
three-act play in your mind where you know all of the players and you know who's to blame and you know who was at fault and you know for sure, for sure that you're 100% right. This is your story and the one that you see from your point of view. You are the only one with that exact story. Sometimes your stories enter and leave your mind smoothly and effortlessly, just as the breath enters and leaves the body. Going back to the example with the snake, once you realize the snake is actually a rope, the story leaves your mind. You move on with your day. You may not even think about that situation ever again. Yet, other times, your story totally consumes you. When you are stuck on something, your story is all-encompassing. You grasp onto your story and you carry it with you for the rest of the day or the week or the month or even the year or even your life. You keep thinking and you keep talking about your story to yourself and to other people. You can't move on from your story when you are stuck. Being stuck is like being frozen. On the one hand, you may be in action. You may be screaming or yelling or getting more emotional. But on the other hand, you are not growing or developing or evolving or learning from the situation. You are simply being hijacked by your emotions. This happens to all of us. Every single person on this earth has experienced being stuck. And this is how we get stuck. We simply react automatically to the trigger rather than pausing and acting from a place of rationality and wisdom. And if I can define stuck, I would define it this way. Being emotionally attached to your story, which causes reality to be clouded, and you not having a clear view of all the possibilities that exist. Viktor Frankl, the author of Man's Search for Meaning, who was a psychiatrist and Holocaust survivor, said it like this, between every stimulus and response, there is a space. And in that space is our power to choose our response. And in that response lies our freedom and our growth. I think that quote is so powerful. It's so important. And forgive me, but I'm going to say it one more time. Between every stimulus and response, there is a space. And in that space is our power to choose our response. And in that response lies our freedom and our growth. When I get stuck, I cannot grasp that there is any other way of thinking 
or acting in that moment. And that's a pretty big problem because I care how I function in this world and I care how my behavior affects me and the people around me. When I'm stuck on something and can only see one way of being, one path, I limit myself and the possibilities that exist in that moment. I stick to my beliefs as seen through the narrow lens of that emotion, and I can't open myself up to other perspectives. I inadvertently shut down all opportunities for self-growth and healing. This is what getting unstuck is all about. It's about looking at that space that exists between getting triggered and what our ultimate response is going to be. Getting unstuck is not about fixing or changing another person. Getting unstuck is about taking responsibility for how we are going to choose to react in any situation, no matter what the situation is, and no matter how terrible or hurtful or insulting that situation may feel at the time. Getting unstuck is ultimately about us finding the power in every situation to choose our responses and to find growth and freedom from them. We all get stuck on something at one point or another every single day. Not one person on this planet is immune to it. I don't care if you're black or white or young or old or married or single or live in Africa or live in the United States or have four college degrees or have no high school education. It's just what happens to all human beings. But it does not mean you have to suffer. It doesn't mean you have to stay stuck. You can get unstuck if you make the effort. In the next episode, I look forward to sharing with you the four prerequisites you must have before you can even think about getting unstuck. Until next time, take a moment and think about what triggers exist in your life. And what are your habitual responses to them? If you want to grow and evolve as a person, you need to really start getting honest with yourself. And this podcast is a wonderful place to do that. And until next time, I look forward to getting unstuck with you. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Getting Unstuck podcast. For more information on programs, workshops, and retreats, check out our website, www.thestuckmethod.com. Thank you.